0: Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning Hamilton this is Rob Golfy with Remax Escarpment the Golfie team Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick
1: Zamperin. Yes, good Saturday morning once again. Rob Golfi, sales representative with Remax Gartman Realty, the Golfi team, in studio with me on this fine day. If you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea you want us to tackle on a future program, questions at robgolfie.com is the email address, questions at robgolfie.com. We have a ton of topics we're going to get to today. We'll go down the list in a matter of seconds. Don't forget the website is robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. All over social media, at Rob golfie on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure to like the Rob Golfi Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Past episodes also online at robgolfie.com and 900CHML.com. Our special in-studio guest today, Lindsay Harvey from Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation. We've had her on a couple of times before. Good morning, and thanks for joining us again.
2: Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Rob.
1: Good morning. Great to have you in studio. We're going to get Lindsay's uh, reaction and maybe some data on, in terms of uh, what's happening here in Hamilton. We have a, a ton of topics to get to, including New Yorkers, you know, a, a city that is very expensive to live in, and there's a story, uh, in an interesting one at that, in the Globe and Mail that says, even New Yorkers can't afford a Toronto home, which is unbelievable. We'll also get into, parents can financially suffocate their kids by helping them buy houses. <laughs> we'll get into that. Also, we'll talk about uh, Montreal's new LRT is really doing wonders for the real estate State market there and uh, the same can be said for here in Hamilton we do have a ton of statistics to get to today in terms of the uh, real estate uh, market here in Hamilton uh, it, it was a wonderful May a good May an average um, May. how would you it, describe it
0: well it, if, if we're comparing to last year uh, it depends on uh, you know the what parts of the Hamilton Wentworth and in Halton area that that we're looking at like for instance <clears throat> we'll start off with Burlington okay now uh, in May, Burlington sold uh, 349 homes in Burlington uh, in May. Now, they're way below even the average if we go back from 2013 every May till now. So so Burlington's got a lot of adjustments that, that are happening. It's gotten to – and I don't know if it's the market mm. or it's the pricing, um, but it definitely uh, – it, it's affected. But now the pricing of homes in May – um, the average sale price in uh, in Burlington was seven hundred seventy nine thousand four hundred seven dollars. Now last year it was eight hundred forty three thousand six hundred forty, um, but and we're still higher than two thousand sixteen. Like it, it's progressing normally. So if we mm-hmm. again for Burlington, if you deleted two thousand seventeen off uh, the charts, we were, we're 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 doing well. In, in, based on uh, average sale price, but we're not doing that good in, in u- number of units that we're selling. So, right. there, so there's, there's a struggle there in number of units. It's, it's, it's very low, very low.
1: Burlington is very interesting. You mentioned May of 2017, which was a very active month. 418 uh, homes changed hands. Just 300. For, I say just. Oh, phone call. There's somebody calling right now no, trying another, to sell a home in Burlington. Another sale. <laughs> I better shut the phone off. <laughs> 349 uh, last month. Uh, but you mentioned the average sale price. Uh, you know, 800 forty three thousand dollars in May of twenty seventeen, uh, compared to only seven hundred seventy nine thousand last month. But when you look at this year, you know January average sale price in Burlington six hundred ninety thousand goes to six hundred seventy six, seven hundred thirty eight in March, seven twenty three in April, and now seven seventy nine. So a nice rebound at least from the start of the yes, year.
0: Yes, it's it's progressing. It's it, the it is cu- is climbing uh, definitely. So things are going. It's just the number of units is low. So and and that and because of that, I don't know if it's because of low inventory or it's just the low inv- inventory of buyers. It's yeah. it's one or the other. What you, uh, I, Lindsay, what's what's I the thoughts there?
2: I, I think there's maybe a, an amount of caution that should be had when we're comparing month over month, mm-hmm. when we're drilling down to these uh, these these sub markets in in the uh, Hamilton Burlington Real Estate Board. Uh, we've had our CMHC's market analyst in from Hamilton before, and he's made a comment to me that because you are dealing with um, s- lower amounts of sales, one or two high priced listings can really impact what these average sale price, uh, figures reflect. So I think it gives a pretty accurate idea of what's going on in the market, but I'd want to be really careful about going down to every single dollar level.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Cause especially in the smaller markets, like, like Dundas, uh, they don't have that many sales. Mm-hmm. You get one big sale there that could be a two, $3 million house that really kind of, you know, shifts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: speaking of Dundas, how did they do in, uh, in May?
0: So Dundas, they had 33 sales in May. Which is still lower than the past years, many past years, and their average sale price is five hundred eighty-nine thousand nine hundred eighteen. Hmm. Now they're sliding down from the beginning of the year right. versus uh, going up. So we don't know what that is. At the end of the year, we'll find out what the a- the average is. But uh, but it seems like they're s- uh, sliding down. They're they're up from two thousand sixteen, down from two thousand seventeen. But uh, but yeah, I'm curious to find out what uh, what's causing those uh, that number to slide down mm-hmm. versus uh, slide up. There you go. And goes. I
2: think I have some insights into oh, that as wow. well, we courtesy go. of uh, Anthony again. So oh, is that perfect? Yes. 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 So uh, one thing that Anthony did uh, did point out for us was that um, if you're seeing prices slide down, it may be more of a, a, a structural reason for that, and it's because although we do have what what your CEO did say a balanced market. Um, you have high priced homes making up a lower percentage of the sales. And you might be able to speak to that a little bit more. You're probably seeing people that have gone to perhaps a single detached home last year on a higher price point uh, with new mortgage qualification rules. Maybe they're stepping back a little bit, and there's more competition with listings in the lower price point.
0: There is, there is. And also, um, a, a lot of things that are happening. Um, like Your average house, your two-story, 22, 2,400-square-foot home, four bedrooms, double-car garage, out there are a dime a dozen. They're, they're all over the place. Mm. Uh, but what's really selling, and it's surprisingly unique homes. When I'm saying unique, waterfront, escarpment. One two acres with big workshop, um, and and then houses that are completely done to the nines. Those are selling fast, and and it seems like the the buyers are out there, but they're they're cautious at what they're buying. But 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 when you're looking for um, your the average two story four bedroom three bedroom home, uh, pe- there's a lot to choose from, and they're coming up, and people are not jumping at it. We listed a house on Stony Creek Mountain. Just a couple of days ago, and we just had our first showing happening today. Like, like usually, it, we're like we're looking at the listing. We're saying, okay, is this okay? Is it mapped out right? Um, is all the details? We're checking how many hits we're getting it, and there, there there's hits. Like I said last time, people they're looking at the house. They see it come up on the on on their uh, computer searches or whatever, and uh, they're taking their time looking at it. They're not jumping at it. So they're they're probably we're gonna get a lot of bookings for the weekend on on this house on the Stony Creek Mountain. And and it's just it's just the way the market is now. Mm-hmm. People don't people aren't jumping at anything
1: anymore. Yeah. Did, did last year's craziness maybe sc- not necessarily scare people off, but really make them think that you know if I wait a little bit. Uh, I might get a better price or I might find that home that I really well, like.
0: Well, yeah, because on the news, right? So everybody follows the media. Yeah. So, you know, I was just at a house uh, yesterday and uh, they said, well, house prices are dropping and, you know, like like dollars $20,000 <laughs> a month. And I go, no, it's not like that. But it's just that, um, like, and, and they, put, they put up a house for sale. They put, put it up for sale. They bought it last year in the spring. Right. They renovated it. It was a flip. And they're out by a hundred thousand. They're going to lose money on this, and and it's just sad. I, I just said, guys, you either have to face the facts now, or or have a s- slow dying death on this house, right. <laughs> and just go through the pain and agony of of finding out the truth of it. So they're they're going to talk about it. They, they had they had it up for sale, didn't sell. They called us in, and I just went up to them and said straight out. You guys are going to lose money on this. Mm. That, that's just the fact of it. You bought it in a high market. Now we're in a lower market, and um, and that's that's just the yeah, reality. Just and the I fact. think there's a lot of people out there that did that. They bought last year, hey, um, Lindsay, and, and and now they're going to have to suffer the consequences on mm-hmm. that,
1: or, yeah. or just stay there, right? Or stay there. or
0: stay there. Yeah. If this was a flip, they're going to
1: they're going to either they it. have to rent yeah.
0: it out and or do something, but but they're going to lose money on that. And, and that's hey. That's why when you become an entrepreneur and start doing buying houses, flipping them, uh, there's a risk involved, sure. and everybody knows that. But but people seem to forget uh, buying a house and flipping it, there is a risk, and everybody thinks that only you only make money. Yeah, but you're, you're going to win
1: some, you're going to lose yeah, some. right? yeah.
0: I mean, most people do benefit, but because we were in a big market last year, um, you know, pe- a lot of people got lucky last year, and a lot of people got unlucky last year. It, it, it's the same. Like, you know, if we sold, if there was 2,000 homes sold uh, in the first uh, th- three four months last year, you had two thousand people happy. Now <laughs> You got two thousand people that are sad because right. they 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 bought those homes.
1: Yeah, robgolfi.com is the website. That's robgolfi.com. Call them anytime at nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred. All over social media at robgolfi on Twitter and Instagram, and like the robgolfi Facebook page. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred chml. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfi, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. Our special in Studio guest today, Lindsay Harvey from Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation. Uh, back to uh, some more May stats, Ancaster with another uh, solid month, although well behind last year's pace.
0: Well behind, well behind the last five-year pace. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Ancaster's average for June, if we go from 2013, eighty-six home uh, for May. Sorry, eighty-six homes in uh, uh, 2013 for uh, May. 9 79 homes 82 homes in 2015 2016 90 homes 2017 78 now they're down to 43 <laughs> now the it's the expensive markets that are taking the, the hardest hit there's it's it, it, it's getting it to a point where people are going you know what there's there's no there's no sense even looking there, Right. and uh, because they just know they can't afford it. So so the public realizes that. So now the West Mountain or the Hamilton Mountain is going to get more activity. But but 43. I mean that's that's a five year low. It's not just we're not just low from last year. We're low completely low mm-hmm. from the last five years, which is which is scary. And then but the average sale price uh, is 771. But it, it is up. Uh, it's it's gradually going up, except for uh, la- last year in, uh, in 2017. So the average sale price in 2017 for May was 809427 This year, it's 771000 and two hundred seven dollars, but but Mar- February 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 was uh, there must have been something in February that sold that was really big that brought the average sale price up to yeah. eight hundred twenty five thousand. Just like Lindsay, I like that. Yes, <laughs> she's really keeping me on track here. So she knows her stuff. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, so it's. Uh, Number of units is down uh, quite a bit, like five year low.
1: Not surprising. Ancaster's really become, uh, in many respects, a a niche market because of those really uh, you know high priced homes. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to dive into uh, Central Hamilton, Hamilton East, Hamilton West, the Mountain as well, uh, and some other locations as we look at our May statistics for uh, real estate here in Hamilton on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax, Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Our special guest in studio today is Lindsay Harvey from Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, CM. H-C. I always want to say C-H-M-C. Uh, so C-H-C. does everybody else. So does <laughs> everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> this C-M-H-C. Yeah.
2: Canada Mortgage and, and Housing, Housing
1: Corporation. Corporation. Wow. That's yes. a long That's a mouthful. Yes. I can <laughs> understand the acronym. Uh, you can call Rob Golfy. Why don't we just call it C-H-C-H? <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. No, no. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Uh, com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfe on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page, and you can subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Play and iTunes. Find past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900CHML.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, or you have a topic idea for a future program that we can tackle, you can email your suggestions or questions to questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, even New Yorkers can't afford a Toronto home. That'll be an interesting discussion, but let's dive back into the May statistics for uh, real estate here in Hamilton and Burlington. And uh, Hamilton Central is next on the list.
0: Hamilton Central, 100 homes, Sold in the Hamilton Central uh, area. That's a it, high for the year. It, it it is. It is a high for the year, but it's it it's actually low for the last four years. But in 2013, there was there was almost uh, there was 97 homes sold for the month of May. So, but we're still down from uh, in the in the last four years, but not that much. But but it you know 2016 was a big year in Central Hamilton, but the average sale prices. Uh, at three hundred seventy-one thousand uh, in Central Hamilton last year, it was three hundred eighty-eight thousand nine hundred ninety, mm-hmm. and it, it has climbed from January till now. In January, the average sale price was three hundred thirty-eight thousand, and now we're at three hundred seventy-one. So, so the market is moving. Uh, Inventory is low. Buyers, th- that's a really good hub for anybody coming into the market. is It's a great location. Um, it's still affordable, and um, it, it, it definitely, you know, especially GTA buyers, that's where they're buying. They're in, in, in Southwest Hamilton, great yeah. area.
1: So th- is this uh, Queen to Kenilworth?
0: This one is I th- uh, Kenilworth to... Uh,
1: it encapsulates the downtown, oh, obviously.
0: Yes, it, yes, yeah. I think it's the James. I, I, don't quote me. I, I I forget where it is, but it's. I, I'm not sure if it's James. Or Wentworth, or something like okay, that, so it's in but that some, area. somewhere in
1: there. Okay, popular place, obviously. You know, the LRT is going to have a huge impact uh, on that area. Um, Hamilton East, which had uh, you know over a hundred units sold last month as well.
0: Over a hundred units, and
1: and it and it's climbing.
0: So February was another uh, busy month. Uh, had high uh, high numbers and uh, average sale price for February three hundred ninety six thousand five hundred forty eight. Now we're at three hundred eighty seven thousand four hundred ninety five, and um, yeah, so I mean, it's 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 very very strong. East Hamilton is a very popular area. A lot of a lot of people, you know, that's one of the main areas that people uh, look to move to mm-hmm. uh, in Hamilton. And uh, 108, it's a strong number. Like the Hamilton East is, uh, you know, is is moving along strong. It's it uh, it's not it it hasn't got the effects like Ancaster or Burlington has.
1: Interesting to note that February of this year was the highest average selling price in East Hamilton. How does that make any sense? Yeah, like three hundred ninety-six thousand dollars again. It could be. There, must, a, have a,
0: a there that, must have been a couple of big homes. There must have been a couple of big homes that sold in uh, in uh, East Hamilton. It's hard to tell. I have to dissect that down to even yeah. more. But um, but I, you know what I found? I found this year uh, that March uh, part, of the end of February, March, and a little bit of April was our spring market Mm. that's that that, that's what i felt with my our business um but um we thought that the spring market was is going to come late this year and you know we're saying it's coming it's coming it's coming well you know what this is the market it's like we were hoping for uh like a busy busy uh spring market like it happened last year and it wasn't quite quite that way so uh we're we're back to a normal even paced market Things are moving, you know, houses are, you know, taking 30 days to sell. So it just that's just the way it is mm-hmm. and and we just got to get used to it and 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 people just have to wait a little longer to get their home sold.
1: Looking at the stats for Hamilton Mountain and it's proving to uh, still be a very popular place.
0: Hamilton Mountain's always one of the top uh, areas of Hamilton for uh, real estate sales. So the average sale price on the Hamilton Mountain is 488,759 for the month of May and it, and it has it has climbed since January. So it it, it is climbing and they had what 209 Unit sales—it's um, still at a five-year low. Like usually, the average is usually between 225 to 250 uh, sales for the month of May. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is a little down, and but prices are, are up, uh, and they're up quite a bit from 2016, and they're not down that much from 2017. Like it's like you know, so if you own a house on the mountain, you're you're, you're, well. you're in safe mode there. That's like that's like you know. I guess we just say Switzerland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four, $491,000, uh, the average sale price in May of 2017, compared to four eighty eight this year. So as hot as the market was last spring, uh, the mountains kind of hold its, its own it, It's here holding here its, its own,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Hamilton West. Hamilton West,
0: it's an expensive area. Yeah. We had 65 sales for the month of May five-year low uh, in sales usually they're, they're doing between 70 and 85 uh, sales for the month of, uh, of May and the average sale price is five hundred and seven thousand four hundred fifty three and it is up from last year mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly like it's uh, but 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 you're what you're getting is you're getting a lot of out-of-town buyers going there buying homes for their kids uh, for the university right. um, so it, to them it's you know they just they're not. They're not spending a lot of time looking. Their, their research, depending on who they use as their agent, if they're using an out of town agent, they may not. They may not know they they overpaid last year. But but it's a strong market because right. you've because you've got a lot of out of town people coming into that area buying. Uh, so, but it, it is expensive though. I find you know you know you got Durand, you got Durand area, mm-hmm. and you got mm-hmm. the Kirkland area. Uh, those are strong numbers and great areas to move to. But, uh, but yeah definitely it's uh, I I, fi- I find it's an expensive. Expensive area of the city.
1: We got uh, Upper and Lower Stony Creek. We'll start with uh, Lower Stony Creek.
0: So Lower Lower Stony Creek, uh, fifty-eight homes sold, all-time low. Also an expensive area, and the average sale price for the month of May is five hundred fifty-nine thousand. And yeah, like it's just uh, like Stony Creek was one of the best markets last year Mm -hmm. for increasing in in uh, average sale price, and so this year it's still strong. Uh, but it's just they're not uh, not as many sales, right? So yeah, uh,
1: let's go up the mountain to Upper Stony Creek.
0: Upper Stony Creek, um, they're about they're they're it's the same average, um, and they're. They're strong, but they've got a lot of new homes going in, so there's a lot of resales up there. But there was 41 homes sold up on Upper Stony Creek, and the average sale price is 588,838. Last year was 583, so they're up, and and it's climbing from early January of this year. So Upper Stony, that's why I I separated the two. I didn't put Mm -hmm. Stony Creek all in one, like I wanted to separate the two because they are uh, essentially two different markets.
1: Yeah, since 2013 just in terms of units sold, um, 2013 there was 39, 38 in 2014, 38 in 2015, 56 in 2016, 40 last year and 41 uh this past month. That's right. That's so, pretty solid.
0: Yeah, it's it's steady go there. Yeah, it's it's running uh, running along just uh, like it always has. Uh
1: one of the hottest or at least most popular markets uh, right now Grimsby.
0: Grimsby uh 46 homes they're back to almost not quite a normal market, but, it, it, I mean, it, it goes up and down, but but uh, usually about 48 to 50 is their average uh, amount of homes that sell, but they sold 46 in the month of May of this year, and their average sale price is 554. Now, they came down... Uh, a bit from february march and april it's just again it's a market where it's it's uh uh very strong mm-hmm. and there's not much available and so people are paying a strong number out there and um but uh yeah like it's 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 not quite like ancaster but it's getting there pretty soon
1: last one on the list i'm not sure if we've done this one before lincoln
0: no it's it, this is including uh beamsville vineland okay. jordan station and everything uh, I just wanted to throw this one in there. So there's about 47 homes that sold, and it seems about average what what's going on in uh, in Lincoln, and their average sale price is 526 uh, and 32 dollars. So the it started off as 555. Now Lincoln's got a lot of a variety of homes. It's like it's just huge area. I mean they've got you know mi- you know two million dollar homes, mm-hmm. one million dollar homes. They got waterfront. They got everything. F- uh, they've got Farms, uh, you know, uh, residential farms with 100 acres. But uh, so it, you, you really have to almost dissect that. Yeah. But but the units, unit numbers are selling, it seems about average with mm-hmm. what it's going.
1: Are people moving to Lincoln? Uh, is that segment of the, the home buying population those who can't afford Grimsby? So it's, they're it, like, okay, let's is. go to Lincoln.
0: It, they go to Lincoln, they go to Beamsville, absolutely. Yeah. But th- then if you go further down to Jordan and uh, Vineland, that's getting expensive. Really? Eh? And uh, so it's 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 not becoming, it's, it, people have to go even further down the Queen Elizabeth way to find an affordable housing. They're going to St. Catharines Niagara Falls.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, from a CMHC point of view, in terms of how crazy hot this market was last year, is this basically what we are forecasting to see over the next few years or months, can you say? So
2: I will certainly put out the disclaimer that I am not an analyst. <laughs> yes. um, so uh, certainly I can, uh, I, I have the information from Anthony. Uh, Anthony's predictions are um, uh, he's certainly given a range. We are essentially predicting a more modest market right. in in 2018 than we've seen in 2017, and again into
1: 2019 as mm-hmm. well. So, is that good news or bad news, Rob? I, I think it's
0: uh, I think it's good news because fast markets are not good because um, we went from. Uh, from a high high market to a low market in such a short span, yeah, and it's not good. Um, I mean, and and yeah, again, half the people that bought that sold, like people that sold did great. People that bought, you know, they have to live there a little longer. But sure. but time is always good for anybody that they own the house. So um, before years ago, I remember when uh, I up on the mountain, it was a townhouse. Uh, I think it was just off of um, Garth area. And um, we we I sold this townhouse, and it was a uh, hundred and five thousand. But the average townhouse in that area was a hundred thousand. And I remember the bank said, "Well, uh, if you to, to my client, if you want to buy this house, you're going to have to come up with an extra five thousand uh, dollars down payment hmm. because the average price in this area is it was a little lower." Mm-hmm. And my client wanted to buy it because her family lived down the street, so she wanted to be on that street, but. That's funny that that wasn't that long ago. Well, I mean, it was a hundred thousand townhouses. So of course, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, no, it, it is. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But they don't do that now. Like it's because they know the market moves. Is moving. Right. Like they're not going to gauge. Oh well, listen. You know, every every townhouse in this street sold for. You know, let, let's say four hundred thousand. You're paying four hundred and five. They're not going to say, well, you're going to have to come up with an extra five hundred five thousand dollars so that we we feel like we're not going to lose money on this in case you default on your mortgage. Yeah. But. Um, but but th- I remember those days were more I don't know, they were more strict. Were they more strict, uh Lindsay? I don't know. I,
2: I would think that today's climate in terms of lending has become a little bit more strict. When you take a look at an incredibly hot escalating market last year, it was it was difficult to get an appraiser out in a timely manner last oh, year yeah. because mm. um because the lenders need to take a look at the property. That is that is their security, right? Yeah. So Um, we also take a look at all of the, we we like to call them sandbox changes, but all of the regulation changes that we've seen over the past couple years in terms of mortgage financing as well. And even most recently, January 1st, in terms of um, conventional buyers now, they're qualifying at a higher rate than they were at the end of December. Uh, And I'm curious to see if you would have seen an impact. We're starting to see a bit of an impact. What we saw in our housing starts, Q1 housing starts, Although they're down, the starts of the single detached homes were low at the end of 2017. Townhomes, row homes, those uh, sort of lower-priced homes on the inventory scale in Hamilton, uh, they seem to be a, a bit more popular in terms of what builders are gravitating to. Um, and I, I would be wondering if you'd see the same thing, if you're seeing more buyers gravitating towards the, the townhome for, in terms the, of affordability. The,
0: the under 500000 mark is... Is where it's it's going at? I yeah, like it's uh, that's moving. I remember, uh, actually, it was a while ago. It was probably fit, uh, fit, was it fifteen years ago? Um, 15, 15, 16 years ago. I remember I was buying a house for four hundred fifty thousand. I thought, oh my god, <laughs> uh, I'm like, can I can I afford this? And this is we're talking half acre, right. Century home done to the nines, a carriage house. Pool. Like this is like a palace. Yeah. And I'm and 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 you're stressing it. I'm stressing (laughs) it. I'm looking at that. Wow, that was a deal. But uh but now you can't even get a townhouse for that. Like
2: you're taking a look and um you had mentioned in, you know, fifteen years, but you you talked about Hamilton Center right now. If you're a first time homebuyer with five percent down, Mm -hmm. you still need to have a very healthy household income in order to qualify for yeah. a purchase of a $370,000 home. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: Like and and right now the only affordable area is Hamilton Central. And that is eventually going to become tougher in the next 2 to 3 years where it it become that market's going to get to a point where now Nobody young can afford now. They're going to have to move to you know St. Catharines, Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and or or make up a city out in the farm fields out there, yeah. <laughs> so they can afford. Where we're we going to put these young kids? You know, exactly. we have they have to afford something. But but yeah, it's like Central Hamilton is right now yeah. still a hot spot in my opinion. I mean, if you look at this average sale price five years ago, I mean, uh, in Central Hamilton, if I flip through here. Um, I gotta flip through here, Hamilton West, Hamilton Mountain, Hamilton East, Hamilton Central. <laughs> if you go, if you go 2013, uh, let's just say 175,000. Now we're at wow. 371. It's 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 actually a good, modest increase, yeah. but not so much that it's unaffordable. So you still can buy uh, a, a decent house. We got one like on Cannon Street. We're going to be listing at 300,000 mm-hmm. coming up in the next week or so. So I mean a lot of people don't like Cannon Street but but what's changed but but the culture in the city's changing yeah. the culture's in the city's changing so but we'll get into that after the break
1: a big impact uh, it will be the LRT we'll get into that uh, when we come back here on the Hamilton real estate show on 900 CHML Our
0: house is a very 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 fine house with two cats in the yard Life used to be so hard
1: of yeah. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax, Escartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter, be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. If you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea, you would like us to tackle on a future program the email address is questions at rob that's questions at rob our special in-studio guest today is lindsey harvey from canada mortgage and housing corporation uh doing a fine job as always with a plethora of statistics we are going to get to some of those tidbits in a second but we were talking about hamilton uh, center before the break and lrt you know if it is eventually built and it'll be done by 2024 now it's probably a good time to get in on hamilton center before those house prices I- absolutely
0: well I- i'm just looking Looking at what uh, Lindsay brought here regarding uh, immigration, um, mm-hmm. I guess uh, they're, s- they're estimating uh, three, three. what is it, Lindsay?
2: So uh, this is really interesting. Hamilton does tend to s- uh, have very strong newcomer communities. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you take a look at migration to Hamilton last year and even 2016, it's up at incredibly high levels and uh, we've seen a bit of a difference in the countries of origin um, from uh, from uh, newcomers to to Canada and to Hamilton as well. But in twenty eighteen, Canada is going to welcome three hundred and ten thousand new immigrants, and over fifty percent of those or about fifty percent, one hundred seventy seven thousand will be economic immigrants. So those are people that are coming that are in are are able to in a better position to, to purchase a home. And there's certainly things uh, from a lending perspective that uh, that CMHC can support and uh, your lenders can support to, to get you into homeownership as a newcomer to Canada as well. But that is something that's certainly shaping the, the fabric of, of Hamilton yeah. right
0: That's now. what's driving our economy is, is like 177,000 people coming people. in. It, like there's 310,000. Half of them are able, more than half, are able to buy a house probably within – a year, because that's the thing that they want to do. That's right. why they're coming this way, and uh, that's what's driving. And and I don't. And it's probably they, they can't build enough houses for these people. And right. So the builders are just, just can't keep up to the to the thing. And, and I don't know if it's the uh, the politics of the, the town, the townships, and the cities just slowing them down. But I think if if we had such uh, an enormous uh, build going on, I think it would slow things down. It's like China. I'm not China, Japan. They lost 30 million people in the yeah. last 10 years. So they've got empty homes there. I'm sure there's not big developers there like they are here in, mm-hmm. in Canada.
1: Do we know where these immigrants are going? Because the traditional landing spot was Toronto and maybe still might be, but it, it's become really an expen- or uh, very expensive for these people. Um, is, is Hamilton that, that next landing spot or are they kind of going down the list? Mississauga, Oakville, Burlington. Oh, hey, here's Hamilton.
2: Uh, that's probably certainly a little bit challenging to speculate on, but right. what we do know is when a newcomer lands in Toronto at this point, it's taking over a decade for them to be able to to purchase a home, and that was even before what we saw in 2017. Mm-hmm. When they come to Hamilton, when they come to Niagara, they're reducing that time frame significantly. Yeah. So you could certainly see the demand, and we all know the the large newcomer communities that are here in Hamilton, uh, and we see that they tend to be drawn towards th- those communities as well. So I would say that Hamilton certainly would be a uh yeah, a, a good spot
0: to Yeah, we're we're right on the right corridor. We're an hour away from Toronto uh along the Queen Elizabeth Way. Uh, I'm sure London Guelph um, all those areas are are becoming also big areas also like Windsor close to the border there. So they're like Windsor wasn't even on the map until what 2 two and a half years ago, hmm. eh? Like, like, it, like, people didn't even consider Windsor. And that's a three-hour drive from Hamilton. Yeah. And 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 they're getting a lot of GTA buyers yeah. going out to Windsor. Like, that's a...
2: Have you done that drive?
0: Yes, I <laughs> have. It's a long drive. <laughs> Don't want to do that every day. I wish I could sleep that road all the way there. It's
2: a great community. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they've been experiencing some unprecedented growth yeah. In, yeah. in the Southwest as well. Just the same thing. It's that relative affordability. Mm-hmm. And... I
0: th- Oh, for sure, for sure, and guaranteed you're going to see uh, industries going out there uh, to um, you know, and then there'll be jobs. Like I, I think they have, do they have a GM plant there or a Ford plant. What, do, do they have any?
1: Windsor still, yeah, very the, huge in manufacturing. Manufacturing,
0: yeah, and then they got the casino there yeah. in that city.
1: Absolutely, we got a couple minutes in this segment, Lindsay. Do you want to reflect on the prospective home buyers survey in terms of first time buyers and previous owners?
2: hmm So CMHC recently released our prospective Homebuyer Survey and it's brand new to the industry in that we take a look at the buying attitudes and the, th- the, the things that homebuyers are undergoing two years before they purchase a home and then getting a little bit closer into the time that they purchased. And a couple of interesting things came out from that. Uh, we were talking, uh, we've talked a little bit about some mortgage changes and uh, there has been speculation um, in the media that uh, you might see a spike in demand right now in a rising interest rate climate to avoid future changes. Uh, our, Our respondents are telling them that's telling us that's not a reason why they're purchasing a home. They are purchasing a home because... Simply, they want to start rent- renting and they they want some improved accessible in ter- accessibility in terms of physical barriers or obstacles and also the investment opportunity is a large driver. But it doesn't seem to be these these mortgage changes.
1: Right. We'll take another time out here. Back with a whole lot more on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Green Access Gartman's The Golfie Team. And our special in-studio guest today is Lindsay Harvey from Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation. Call The Golfie Team anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Website for CMHC CMHC is CMHC.ca?
2: CMHC.ca. And we've newly launched our redesigned website last week. So if you haven't... An opportunity to oh. check it out. Excellent.
1: Yeah. Uh, back to this per- prospective home buyers survey and some of the other findings uh, you guys discovered.
2: So, something uh, that is probably no big surprise, but Rob could certainly add his flavor to it, is that an existing ready to move in home seems to be a top choice for all buyers. Um, and we actually asked uh, buyers when you're buying a home that needs renovations, why are you choosing to buy a home that needs renovations? And what do you think a first time home buyer would have said?
0: No, well they wouldn't they wouldn't want a, a home that needs renovations. They want a complete <laughs> home. Right. They do not want to go near anything that needs work cuz they won't do it. They want and plus they don't have the cash flow to right. to do it cuz they're putting they want a house that has a fridge, stove, washer, dryer already done so it. they
1: don't have to buy anything afterwards. Right. But so, for those who do want to renovate, it, do they see it as an investment opportunity?
2: Typically, if you have a first-time home buyer going into a home that needs renovations, they're going into a home that needs renovations due to the affordability of that home. Right. So you see that very much in the first-time home buyer space. Uh, on, con- on the contrary, though, if you have somebody who currently owns a home and they're choosing to buy a home that needs renovations, it seems to be for them that's their way to customize the home and increase the you know investment value of the home. But it seems the first-time homebuyer tends to be trending towards the affordability standard point. Now this seems to be a market because we are moving into a more balanced market. There are opportunities for those first-time home buyers that that are challenged getting into home ownership but that's leveraging the purchase plus improvements program. Hmm.
0: Yeah, th- yeah, that purchase plus is really good because um, and, and sometimes realtors forget about it when we're showing house, houses. Um, but you you're walking into a house, okay, we know this is a, a, the kitchen's dated and the bathroom's dated. But with the uh, the purchase plus program um, once you come to an agreement on, on price and everything, um, you get a, a quote on the kitchen and bathroom. They will finance – they'll put that the cost of that within the mortgage so that you, you don't have to worry about buying that afterwards. So you can actually get the kitchen of your dream – without having to, and, and then getting the location and house that you want. Cause you know, it takes time finding the right house. And, uh, but it just depends on the on the agent and it depends on the person also, mm-hmm. if they're willing to go through that. The reality
2: it, is it's, it's such a good deal for first time home buyers, because when you take a look at your actions as a first time home buyer, typically people do tend to put down a lower down payment. And what happens is you have, you don't have those assets behind you. You liquidate those assets. When you move into a home, the reality is eight eight to, to eight or nine homebuyers out of ten are doing some sort of renovation when they move in. And as a first-time home buyer, you're either putting that renovation on a credit line oh, for or sure. you're saving. yeah, you're and, pre- yeah and the yeah. saving takes time and That's the right. first year of home ownership is expensive. So when you're able to put those renovations in um, with your mortgage, and although we're in a rising interest rate climate, I would have been pretty happy to see my first mortgage at today's rate. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 You <laughs> still oh, absolutely. have historically low interest yeah. rates. So yeah. if you're having, you know, less than 4% on your mortgage and those renovations are financed that way with one payment, phenomenal opportunity for home buyers to leverage that oh. uh, that program. A-
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A home improvement program is the best thing that uh, – is it, is it CMHC that put that program out? Or was it the banks? Like, who? who, who? – who, who put that out?
2: So we're, we're going to go back in my memory before I was at CMHC, but I believe we released that program, I believe, 2006. 2006 yeah, okay, yeah, because huh? I remember, that.
0: yep, that's yeah. right. It wasn't that Twelve long ago. years ago. ago. Wow. Yeah, it's not that long ago, and it's a great program. And I remember, you know, I had a, a gentleman uh, in the uh, West End, uh, bought a, he bought a house, and he had all new windows put in and uh, new shingles. So... And, and it was all wrapped into his mortgage. So mm-hmm. at, at the interest rate at the time. Mm-hmm. So it works out well, very great program.
2: And it also forces you to get that work done as well, because yeah. we tend to move into a house with the best of intentions to renovate. And then <laughs> and 10
1: years later, 10 years <laughs> yeah. later, ten years <laughs> years you later. take a
2: look and you go, oh, I haven't fixed yes. that leaky bathroom right, yet. Yeah. Right here, this guy, <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> yes,
0: guy. Yeah, usually people, when they say they're buying a house, hey, honey, we can, you know, uh, build a garage here, even though this house doesn't have a garage. Yeah, yeah, we'll build a garage. Yeah. Ten years later, they're calling me. Yeah, we need a house with a garage now. <laughs> they never build a garage. Yeah, we have
1: nowhere to put our junk. Yeah, uh, we we got a couple of minutes left. We're going to have to you know sidestep some of our other topics uh, for another day. But because we have you in studio, I do want to talk about what was a monumental announcement last year—the National Housing Strategy—and how uh, this is being implemented and how it's going to affect so many people.
2: This is so exciting, and it's not something that I typically have the opportunity to, to talk to, so I'm excited to, to talk to it today. So CMHC uh, recently, uh, the Government of Canada recently uh, announced the National Housing Strategy, and uh, CMHC will be uh, developing and delivering this National Housing Strategy. So it's a $40 billion, 11-year investment, because the reality is CMHC, you're known as mortgage loan insurance for us, but we're more than that. We're mandated to house Canadians, but our vision is that every Canadian deserves an affordable, safe, accessible home. So we're working towards that. So this strategy, uh, we're really looking to remove about half of the Canadians that are currently in core housing need. So we're hoping to remove 530,000 households from core housing need. And that includes things like repairing existing um, affordable housing units, um, investing in the construction of some some new homes. And we're targeting the most vulnerable populations. So we're targeting seniors, veterans, uh, families that have uh, um, escaped from domestic violence, uh, people with mental health concerns, uh, or Indigenous Canadians. Those are the target groups. But the hope is that this will have a rip- ripple effect into the market as well and really benefit the middle-income middle, uh, middle income Canadians uh, as a, a side benefit mm-hmm. as well. So. It's
1: a phenomenal program, and it's going to do wonders for so many, I think, millions of people at the end of the day. Uh, we're plumb out of time. Uh, Lindsay, thanks for joining us today. Rob, Thank we're you. going to get to some of our other topics next week. You got so it. So we'll be sure to do that. Uh, thanks for coming in, and uh, thanks for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We are back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.